This is episode 27 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and here we have the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, where we feature your writing, poetry, short stories, letters, anything and everything in between, as long as it's written down. We would love to share it, read it, give it a voice, a platform, an audience. But ultimately, it is your words that are featured here, and so that makes each and every one of you the star of each episode. So thank you for listening, for submitting, and joining us again, or if this is your first time. Uh, I'm glad to meet you, and I'm glad that you are here. As always, before the episode starts, I'd love to take a little bit of time to just talk with you guys a little bit, get to know each other a bit better, and see how you're doing. So how are you? How's your day going? How was the week? Uh, how's that project you're working on? I'm sure you'll knock it out of the park. If your week hasn't been great or if your day has been rough, well, I'm hoping that as we talk for about 30 minutes or so, that you're able to relax a bit, take a deep breath, and just let the stress kind of wash off of you. And that the rest of your day or evening is able to go smoothly. Because I know you can handle it. Uh, you're strong. Uh, you're a great person. You're creative. So you got this. Don't worry. I'm rooting for you. We have a lot of great submissions this episode, and it was actually very hard to choose which ones to include. Um, so thank you. I do want to say to all of you who sent something in. A preview, kind of, for what the first poem will be, I wanted to kind of talk about what you want your life to be as things progress to normalcy again, at least as much as they can uh, be, as the world is constantly changing uh, for better and for worse. Uh, worse. So I would love to hear what you would like to do in a year's time, two years, five years' time. Or what are you hoping that to accomplish or achieve? Not things that you feel you need to do necessarily, but what you want out of life. Um, and it really, at least what some of the poems made me think about is, well, how do I want to make my home in life? I've never really traveled. <laughs> I actually, pre-COVID, I was planning at one point to go to Iceland, and I was planning at one point to go to France. Um, they obviously didn't happen due to the pandemic and other circumstances, but I would still love to, once my circumstances get in a place that allow me to do so, uh, go to those two places. And also Japan. At one point I really wanted to do a backpacking trip across Japan. I never backpacked in my life. It just seemed like a really cool thing to do. Uh, so those are my top three places. Sprinkle a little bit of Ireland in there, and those are places I really would like to go. Mind you, I have never been on a plane, and I've only been to Toronto, Canada for out-of-country travel. So, there are some hurdles I do have to get over, and that one of them would be actually going on a plane and see how I fare. <laughs> um, but I'm really hoping that once life circumstances allow me to do so, I'm able to do those things, especially as the virus gets under control in different areas in the world. Uh, because I think, ultimately, in the next few years, I would like to find where my next home will be. A place I can truly call my own and feel comfortable. And so I'd love to hear from all of you. 
to see where do you where do you see yourself or where would you like to be in the next few years as life progresses to as normal as it can be let me know and if you're new here or if you listened before and you just forgot you can let me know on twitter as well as I, uh, that is the place to send your work in, kind of, sort of. <laughs> I know, I kind of explained that badly, but at the end of the episode, stay tuned because that's where I go over how to get in contact with me, how to submit your work, and all of that good stuff. Um, so we can just about jump in this episode. Uh, as always, too, for each piece read, the artist information, if they choose to share it, will be in the description of this episode. So, are you ready to start listening to some amazing poetry and writings from your neighbors across the world? To begin, though, the weather for this episode's release date on Sunday, the 13th of June, is looking like 83 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly sunny in my area. A beautiful day, if your weather is anything like that, I hope you're able to get outside and enjoy it. Or just enjoy the warmth of inside with some AC. Cannot spend this day in a wrong way as long as you're doing something that fulfills you. Our first piece that we will read together is by Jessica G. And it is titled, Homesickness. I long for a home I do not know. For laying here in the bed I've known since three, I noticed that these four walls always seem to creak. In numbed legs their casted shadows seep, surrounded by this inky darkness I will never sleep. That slow, low ache upon my chest, a rope twisted, pulling, refusing the relief of rest. But seeking this home has no guarantee, thus for that reason There is no way to leave. My home is not here. It cannot be. For it is in the arms of a lover I may never meet, their fleeting joy, their backwards glances, preserving me eternally. Yet I fail to find where this yearning guides, like a wilted map to a treasure long left behind, an eye pressed to the keyhole, revealing nothing inside. Home is when I may freely doubt. Home is what my genius sprouts. Home is where I am finally out. I long for this home I do not know, and one day I will seek it. So thank you, Jessica, for sharing your poem, Homesickness, with us. So I kind of discussed a little bit about the idea of home in that sense in the intro. Um, but I, with this poem and something I related to and Jessica highlights is that at times you can have that yearning of no more, even if you have technically a home, it sometimes doesn't feel like it. Sometimes you yearn and crave for that place somewhere out there even though you don't know where and what it is. But you just know that where you are, that it isn't it. And as Jessica so aptly put it, it can be a slow, low ache that keeps you from being able to rest. And so what does that home you want have? What does it need to be? Well, Jessica puts it great, at least 
for in my eyes where it's a place where you may freely doubt it's where your genius sprouts it's where you're finally out a place that you can feel comfortable be yourself be creative uh, question life whatever you may need to be it's a place where freedom reigns for who you are and that's a hard place to find but at the end of it all Jessica has a great point which I like where they say I long for this home I do not know and one day I will seek it ultimately we can choose to find or build that home for ourselves and we just have to seek it we have to start and it's so easy to compare our lives to others who seem to have this home because of social media or you know watch tv or videos and some people seem to have it so good and all figured out and maybe we don't have it figured out and we don't feel like we don't have that home um, but whether they find it or not that doesn't affect us we still have to seek our own so keep looking i hope you find it and thank you jessica for sharing this next one is by Professional Lumpy 454 on Reddit, and it is titled Dead of Night. Deafening silence. Nothing to muffle my brain. Dread creeps its way in. So thank you, Professional Lumpy, for sharing this haiku. I paused for a second because I was going to say lovely haiku, and it is because it captures that tone and that feeling of being just left alone with your thoughts at night, where there's no more distractions, you don't have work, you're not talking to people, you don't have errands that you have to run, you're just there with yourself and the darkness. And so I hesitated to say lovely even though I believe it is a lovely haiku and I do love haiku I must say um, because the topic is a very real and visceral dread that so many of us face that confrontation of the thoughts we were avoiding all day and maybe thoughts that we forgot about and so you captured that amazingly and yet we have to confront those at times. And sometimes that chance to be with ourselves and our thoughts is the best time to do so. But it doesn't make it easy, and at times it feels like that monster underneath our bed. And so thank you, Professional MP, for sharing this and capturing that feeling so exquisitely. Next is by Felix or. Uh, aka I should say a search for you at reddit and it is titled crows shells corn I once saw greener pastures full of grass-fed sheep floating somewhere between the soggy gray molecules in my skull but when the sun of morning rose I only saw the crows Cornfield to cornfield they went, popping out of dots like an inconsistent mass of ghost cicadas, singing, 
flying between the ears, leaving behind their bell steeple shells. I looked at these bones. I imagined flesh, but I could not make tissue like a snow resort makes snow. All I could do was bang two femurs together to resurrect a rhythm, but no one came, but no one danced. I cold-called doctors, and not a chance. There were no pastures, there were no sheep, there was no grass, there were only crows, shells, corn, churches that were now bars or apartment buildings, leaving me forlorn. So thank you for sharing, Felix, this deeply visceral uh, poem. Now, Felix did tell me a little bit about their inspiration, but I wanted to leave you just for a moment to seep in their words and think about what you paint, what picture comes to your mind, what feelings or thoughts resonate with you. So what did you come up with? Regarding their inspiration, Felix said, A friend recently challenged me to write about a particular moment in my life, but not in my usual matter-of-fact style. So I guess this was my attempt to paint the emotion of that time in my life, a time when my hopes and dreams met harsh realities, a time when I let go of a calling, a reason to be, and had nothing else to replace it with, nothing that gave a spark. So... From Felix's inspiration, there are a few points I really liked and I wanted to bring out. One was the idea of changing your writing style. If you frequently write poetry or stories or what have you, of going about things maybe the opposite way. As Felix brings out that they uh, kind of turned a corner uh, from their writing style that's usually a matter of fact. And maybe went with more of a non-specific, I'm trying to think of the words and they're escaping me, um, dreamlike uh, writing style that's more freeform, I guess you could say, more visceral. And I think they'd have really accomplished that. And along with that too, that feeling, that moment of confrontation of what we dream, our ideas, our ideal vision of what we want, and then the reality that we have to confront. You can't read the poem that I'm reading in the sense of the words aren't in front of you, but in their third line where it says, but when the sun of morning rose, the morning there is spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And that kind of reminded me of when you wake up from a really good dream uh, to the sun um, blinding your vision for a second and you feel the warmth of it from your window and you are saddened. You are mourning because the, you know that dream isn't reality. That maybe those green pastures full of grass-fed sheep are not there even though you long it. And that is life though, isn't it? There's going to be a lot of times that we have this image of what we want. And 
what we feel like we deserve ultimately. We put in the work, we put in the effort, this is how we want things to be, and at times things just don't work out that way. And we have to confront that reality. And sometimes that means we gave up dreams, gave up hopes. But ultimately too, I'd like to say that just because reality is always what's has so many moments of harsh confrontation, it doesn't mean that our dreams and hopes are useless or um, something that uh, we should abandon. I think even because we have to face such harsh realities and dreams and hopes are things that we should strive even harder for, uh, to create something as close as possible to those deep longings we have, to create that paradise that we so desire, that seems like something that's worth fighting for. And if we're able to achieve even a portion of it and to make the world for us a bit brighter and beautiful and for those around us, whether that means you know a career path you want or maybe something like just owning a home or maybe something, like I said, like visiting another land, um, that's worth striving for, isn't it? Wouldn't you say? Sometimes having that challenge makes it all the worth, worth all the more worthwhile uh, to climb, to battle, to fight. So thank you, Felix, for sharing this poem and reminding me, and maybe others, of this lesson, of these experience, and for my interpretation reading that it inspires me not to give up, though. So thank you. This next one was submitted anonymously, and it is titled Black Hole. A profound and voracious desolation, aimlessly wandering around, isolated in an immense space. Not astray, there's nowhere to go. It's as close to solace as anything could be. In the distance, the sun emerges, blindingly beautiful, radiating warmth. It's an unfathomable concept, the polarity of resentment and admiration, to be surrounded by everything, yet feeling nothing. The chasm only deepens. What's the remedy? So thank you for sharing this poem titled Black Hole. As I've said before, I'm a huge fan of anything to do with space, and black holes specifically really fascinate me, uh, so I was immediately drawn to this poem. And what the piece painted for me is those feelings of harder days, the feelings where, or those moments where either your anxiety or depression kind of overtakes you, and no matter of you being surrounded by the starlight, the warmth of friends, family, doing things that you usually love to do, you can feel the voracious desolation. And you're not out of place. You're where you're supposed to be. And yet it's there. The chasm only deepens even though you're surrounded by so much shining warmth. And so I think this poem so 
greatly captures that while painting this galactic picture. Um, and that contrast of life that we can feel, that battle we can feel inside of just feeling empty. Yet we should feel so full. But because you have those days, and to varying degrees you will, that's just life, unfortunately. It comes in waves, it ebbs and flows. It's okay to admit you're having those days. And it's okay to say, hey, you want to be alone for a bit? Or to be with people, and if you need to let them know, hey, I'm not feeling that great, um, but you want to, I want to spend time with you. It's okay. Because eventually, the chasm that feels empty, that feels devoid of anything warm, might fill up. It'll slowly feel less empty and consuming and you will feel that warmth again as always though if this is something that you're struggling with on a consistent basis tell a friend reach out to a professional let them know it's nothing to be ashamed with we ashamed of tons of people have struggled with depression and negative thoughts you're not the first you won't be the last so Definitely reach out, help, get a helping hand. There's no shame in that. So thank you for sharing this poem. The next poem is another one submitted anonymously, and it is titled, There is a Stranger in My Head. There is a stranger in my head, a voice unlike my own, whose vocals fill me with dread the owner of a despicable tone. There is a stranger in my head, failure is its motif, telling me to stay in bed, beckoning submission to grief. There is a stranger in my head, leading me to my doom, you'll die now, never to wed, hear the eulogy outside of your room. There was a stranger in my head, like a transient summer storm, I hardly remember the things it said. I will never forget its bestial form. So thank you so much for sharing this poem. Regarding this piece, the anonymous submitter wanted to say, I wanted to express through the piece that no matter how intrusive thoughts may be, they are temporary. Life is kinder than it may seem during a storm. And I couldn't agree more. I did want to include with this piece and some of the other poems that were featured in this episode that if you are struggling with negative thoughts and uh, contemplating or have thought about suicide or had suicidal thoughts or self-harm thoughts, uh, you can always call the National Suicide Hotline at 800-273-8255. Once again, that's 800-273-8255. And you can also visit the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, uh, their website, which is suicidepreventionlifeline.org, uh, for more resources and help contacting someone. Uh, as I said, there's no shame in reaching out for help. There's a lot of things I like in this poem. One, I can relate to it heavily because I know that I've struggled with that stranger in my head in the sense of 
self-doubt, not feeling you belong even though you know the people around you love you, to just want to stew in your loneliness and your grief. But the writer of this poem so aptly put it that in the last lines where it says, There was a stranger in my head like a transient summer storm. I hardly remember the things it said, but I'll never forget its bestial form. It obviously is so hard to imagine when you're in the middle of that emotional storm and that dread and that grief where you feel like you're just drowning in it, that it'll never end. You cannot see the light because it seems so apocalyptic, so consuming, that it smothers out any memories that you had, maybe of when you're happy, or it just feels like it desolated things so badly you could never return to some semblance of happiness. But when you get out of those episodes, or time passes, and the pain eases, and like the transient summer storm floats away, and the thundering clouds rumble further and further away, and get softer and softer, you suddenly don't think about that storm as much. You don't quite remember the intensity of it was. You knew it happened. But maybe it's not calling to mind as much. Maybe you think really hard you can think of it, but it's not dominating dominating the sky around you, your thoughts, not filling your ears. And yes, you'll never forget that it happened. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that, and I agree with the writer, that it will end. The clouds will break. And there will be peaceful, kind times at the end. With all the storms that we may face with ourselves, there will always be sunny days. There will always be those beautiful snowfalls. Just like weather, sometimes we have to wait it out a little bit. And as like I said, if you need help, reach out for it. Let those close to you know. I want to read the quote once again from the writer of this, that no matter how intrusive thoughts may be, they are temporary. Life is kinder than it may seem during a storm. So thank you everyone for submitting your wonderful poetry and writings. Yes, this was a little bit more of a sobering episode, but that is another facet of life that we all have to confront and deal with and various uh, shades and circumstances. And so it's something we shouldn't shy away from. No, we should be able to openly and freely talk about it. And so, once again, thank you for sharing such personal words. I know it's not easy, uh, especially if you're newer, newer to writing. It definitely isn't easy, and maybe when you're experienced too, it can be still hard to share. But I was always hoping this podcast would allow people to do so, and if you're listening, I'm hoping that this made you feel not so alone if you're struggling with things of these nature, and maybe feel a little bit of comfort that the writers that submitted the pieces have had these thoughts, have possibly experienced these things, and I'm sure that they are rooting for you as well to overcome these challenges. If you liked this episode, um, definitely could help me out if you're able to leave a review. 
uh, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts allows people to leave reviews on podcasts. That's the main place. I would greatly appreciate it if you can do so. If not, just spread the word. <laughs> if you like poetry and you know other people that like poetry and writing or just would like a relaxing, uh, not-too-long podcast, definitely send them over here so they can take a listen. Telma has a real vintage homey uh, sound to it. Maybe that one I'm over. If you are interested, though, in submitting your own poem, your own writing, your own letter, uh, whatever it may be, feel free to do so. You can go to my Twitter, which is Dead Letter Cast, C-A-S-T. Once again, that's Dead Letter Cast. There you can see my email, um, which I'll say is deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. You can email me your poem or your writing. I prefer a PDF, but a doc uh, file works too. And just put in the title of the piece, any background information you might possibly want shared, um, along with uh, how you'd like to be credited, whether a name, anonymously, a username, what have you. If you have any questions about what things I'm looking for, or not necessarily looking for, but what uh, rules might apply, there's very few. Uh, one I try to avoid is any like heavy profanity, if possible, just because I like to keep the podcast as open and accessible as possible. Uh, to everyone, um, but I welcome all sorts of topics. If you enjoyed any of the writer's specific pieces today, you can look in the description, see who wrote what, and if you want to reach out to me uh, to let me know, like, hey, I enjoyed so-and-so's piece, can you let them know? Let me know, and I can forward that message as well and get in contact with the original author. I think that's it, honestly. I always try to think if there's anything else I need to announce. Um, I think that's it. Next week, I will be going to a wedding. <laughs> so, hopefully, I am able to uh, keep the schedule right and post the episode for that Sunday morning. Check me out on Twitter, though, if for any updates, if something changes and I have to move it to Monday. Um... But it should, things should remain on the same schedule outside of that. And along with that, if you just want to discuss things like this poem, uh, this podcast episode, poems that you liked, topics I discussed, or random things, like lately I've been playing VR stuff on the Oculus or whatever, uh, feel free to message me. I'm always uh, excited to chat with all of you who listen to the podcast. So that's it. That is the episode. <laughs> Thank you once again for joining me on this Sunday or whatever day you are listening on. My name is Taze. I'm your host. This was Dead Letter Radio, episode 27, and I'm wishing you all safe travels. <laughs>